Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Old School, New School podcast. I am Will Charles Egan. Chris Meekins. Chris Meekins. How are you? We have changed our setup yet again. Yet again, we have we the got last some... of the Santa Yeah, it's it's always it's always sad when it's like the few days after Christmas and people start taking down the decorations yeah. and it's... the tree is still up. And yeah. There's some gnomes still sitting over there and you're like, well, We didn't have there? a real tree. We have a... Um... To uh, right. palm trees. Palm trees. That is yeah, the most yeah. Floridian snowbird thing well, it's I think a I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Because real Floridians aren't doing that. Well, I, I know, but, <laughs> but. Well, all the Floridians native here want to make it seem like they're up north. So they get a real tree and they do the crazy decorations. And all the snowbirds are like, oh, it's Florida. We're it's done. tropical. So we're, we're going to do beach theme. Yeah, and, yeah. And all the Floridians, the Florida crackers, as we're called, we go, what? Florida crackers. That's me, born and raised. So uh, we had uh, two of my kids, mm-hmm. uh, one of my granddaughters, and my daughter brought two dogs with her Holy for like five cow. days. It was like, uh, it was an amazing time with family. Mm, that's a good outlook. We had a warm <laughs> sense mm-hmm. of belonging to each right, other. Right, right. Uh, no fights. Okay, that's good. No uh, disagreements. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody got along. We we were busy the whole time. It was sure. Really, it was really fun. But yeah, um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, we're not traditional. Right. The family dynamic of everybody's a little <clears throat> a little different. So you you uh, b- mm-hmm. only child. Right. Clearly. Clearly, the <laughs> heir to the throne. <laughs> yeah. You went to how many Christmases? I yesterday? had I think five Christmases. So, because it's like when you're in okay. my situation, you know, newly new family dynamics. So okay. first, you wake up, and then I went to dad's, and then I had granddad come over. Did you have to eat there? Yeah. So I had breakfast there. He made pancakes and bacon, and you know, that's cool. Your typical American Christmas breakfast, and then Does your dad look like you, very much so. Okay. So my face looks like mom, and then the, everything else is dad. Like you know, physically, I'm very built like him. And we opened presents at his place, you know, talked a little bit. And, of course, Granddad, you know, with coming through clutch with the big Christmas check, which Ooh, is yeah. going to help for rent, thank God. And then after that, I go back to my place. Mom comes over another Christmas, so that's two. Then after that, we go to Grandma and Grandpa's. That's three Christmases. A bunch of other stuff there. Come back. And then my roommate and I... We exchanged gifts. And then, like, a couple of days before, we did a Secret Santa with our friend group. So, another... So, there's just lots of different Christmases. Because you got the, you know, the unique family dynamic that I have. Which is new. Was, right. Is, that's new to you. It's a little new to me, yeah. yeah but yeah. I've gotten to the point now where... Because I remember last Christmas, I was, you know, not exactly in shambles. But it wasn't... It was a new normal that Christmas. Now that, you know, mom and dad had separated. And now that I had that new family dynamic that had never been anything like that Mm -hmm. it was just like ah and you know i remember i still have videos like i still get those you know notifications on my photos a year ago today and so i remember i took videos on christmas a year ago today or two years ago today and it was just me being sad and like oh christmas this year and then you had to work through all that and so now i'm just like Hey, hey, I got five Christmases. And a check. And That's right. Holla. <laughs> so you work through that and you see the bright side of everything yeah. like that. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Well, um, so today we're talking about um, 
number five, debt yes. canceling. And uh, you want to read that? You sure. So this is numero five. It is debt canceling. And the verse that you have here is Ephesians 4, verses 31 and 32. It says, and this is pretty straightforward, just like all the other ones. Pretty straightforward. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger. Brawling. No fighting. No fighting. Wow. Brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. So, so now that you have five Christmases, right. is there a lot of debt canceling? <laughs> Let me first explain right. the difference between forgiveness and debt canceling. Mm, okay. okay. That's a good so, distinction to make. So, um, some, some people, uh, like myself, have anger issues. And mm-hmm. when the definition of forgiving is you people put forgiving and forgetting. Right. Yes. And never, it's not like you're like, you don't have a brain Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, God's going to erase this part of that actually happened. Right. Right. So it's always going to be there. Mm -hmm. It's what you do with it. So, um, so for, Forgiving, I I don't work well with that. It, <laughs> it doesn't set well. It doesn't settle. And I was involved with the city mission up in Cleveland, and they uh-huh. did a um, this debt canceling seminar for mm-hmm. uh, for men going through a recovery program mm. in the inner city. Okay. And so, uh, for you to get set free from crack, you gotta right. you gotta forgive your dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just what it is. It helps. Okay, it certainly helps. And for you to get free, pretty much of anything, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a lot of times these deeper issues start with daddy issues. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of them. A good majority of them starts very young and at home. Yeah, and so um, so to to forgive is just like I'm going to have to hug them. We're going to go have to go out to dinner. We're going to have to be BFFs. Mm-hmm. And and I I can't do that. So mm-hmm. so then the devil goes. Well, you know, obviously you can't forgive. You've right. never forgiven them. Yep. And but mm-hmm. if like the bank, um, like if you file bankruptcy, they cancel the debt. Right. So they go, oh, at some point this debt that we're holding for you mm-hmm. is costing us too much. So we're going to cancel that debt. You go. Right. They're not going to let you borrow money. Right. Yeah. They're not going to give you a credit card. Yes. They didn't forget it. No. Right. But they forgave. But they, they let it, they canceled the right. debt. Right. And so um, for, for people that can't, just emotionally, they just can't grasp that word. I use cancel the debt. And so you cancel the debt. Now, do I live on? The, no, I canceled mm-hmm. that debt. And so when it, when it turns around and it comes back up, I'm like, no, right. I canceled that debt mm-hmm. here on January first yeah. of 2024 mm-hmm. i canceled that debt and and so i canceled it that yeah. was my choice mm-hmm. the reason you do that is that at that point you now have freedom freedom you're free from that mm-hmm. yeah there was a price to be paid sure yeah i have to work through all these other things mm-hmm. but like the bank i'm not going to let you borrow any money right so forgiveness is like yeah, I'm going to forgive you for that. Mm-hmm. But if you think that I'm going to come over and put myself in that position mm-hmm. for you to. Right. Do that all over again. Do that all over Pretty again. Much. I was going to say screw you over, but that's probably inappropriate. <laughs> you can say that. Yeah, is that okay? okay. Listeners will mind. <laughs> that's a good analogy. Yeah. Because the, there is a it's it's one of those subtle differences. 
forgiveness and debt canceling. Because with debt canceling, it's still, I mean, obviously when, when God looks at us through the blood of Christ and through the salvation that we have, he sees us as perfect. Right. But it isn't like God has literally forgotten everything that happened before. You know, God is like, I know you more than anybody else. So I know how things work for you and I know what's best for you. I just view you as perfect now because all of your debts have been canceled. And in the same way for us, when we, you know, want to be a baller for Jesus, hence, right. you know, the title of this mini series, debt canceling can be a really good way for us to grow spiritually as well. Right. Right. Because, you know, for me with my own, I guess, debt canceling, I could say when I did, I've talked about it ad nauseum, the fully alive, you know, group therapy, I guess you could call it that I did, which was really, you know, it was a cool thing. I thought it was going to be another men's retreat where you go sing Kumbaya around the yeah, campfire. Everybody the feel warm and fuzzy and then you go home. Yeah. And then you go home to the exact same. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was still out by the woods. There was still, you know, cabins and bunk beds and all that fun stuff, but they would have these daily group sessions where we'd all come together and they pulled things out of me that I didn't even know were there. Right. And I mean, y you've watched Goodwill Hunting before. I did watch that like a million That's times. That's a great. I love that movie. It's funny because, you know, obviously the kid's name is Will Hunting. I'm Will Egan. And so it was almost literally the scene from, I felt like Robin Williams was talking to me. Will, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, Will. Will, it's not your fault. And I'm just sitting there. And I was like, oh, my God. I was also crying. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you have things about your own family dynamic and things that you need to give up to God and bring forgiveness to other people and for your own self, that's a tearjerker yeah. for sure. And it's not like it's not because uh, I want to make sure that we cover all the people that we've forgiven. <laughs> it's not like sometimes it's not what they did wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just that how we interpreted something. Sure. And we hold Mm -hmm. I don't want to say a grudge. I mean, yeah, you could say a grudge. It's it's like I hear a lot of stories of, you know, married couples or friends for years where somebody will have said something stupid as a joke a decade ago, and they're still holding on to that. Like, oh, well, you called me fat that I've, one time. I've done that once or twice. Yeah, well, it's, you know, human <laughs> beings tend to do that. If I'm joking around with you and I say, oh, come on, Chris, because he's just old, he doesn't know anything, and then you... You don't exactly know for a fact in your conscious, but it kind of sits in the back of your mind of this little one thing that I said to you. And unless somebody talks to you about it and brings it up out of you, sometimes you'll never know how to deal with that because yeah. it'll just sit there kind of hiding in the back of your mind. And that's why, you know, you invite the Holy Spirit into it, somebody supernatural that knows everything about you that can kind of do some heart surgery or right. brain surgery right. 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 and get those things out that need to be taken well, care of. And then the, um, the devil mm -hmm. or the, 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 the bad, enemy, the, the bad voice uh -huh. in our head, the, the, the enemy, Satan. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm read through the Bible in a year and oh, I'm yeah. in revelations right now. Okay. So, so the devil is alive oh, yeah. and well. Oh no. Anyway. So, um, but it's back there and then all of a sudden you're sitting there minding your own business mm -hmm. And someone says, well, you, you, you're just fat. Mm -hmm. And you're, you, it pulls up your head, yeah. and you're like, where did that what? come from? Oh, yeah. And then you look in the mirror, and you're like, yeah, I am kind of chunky there. Mm -hmm. And then, then you start, you know, you start like, and that's why, that you, not mm -hmm. change the subjects, but that's why we've talked about and 
constantly are talking at church. Mm-hmm. Words matter. Yes, absolutely. W- words of words of life, because it, mm. again, these things that you could have this this uh, uh, stranglehold on you. This right. these bad thoughts could be from years ago. Oh that yeah, someone was in. You know saying something they were having a mm-hmm. there's a there's one time i said this i said i'm not even gonna say it what i said to my mm-hmm. daughter was it it was wrong sure yeah all my kids my boys wanted to come over and beat me up I, oh, it wow. just it just was a mean thing i was having a uh-huh. bad time yeah. it was like there was just rough to this day mm-hmm. and this probably happened when she was 14 so 20 years ago wow to this day there's times that i'll be just sitting there thinking about something i'm like yeah you're 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 a bad person Wow. Remember what you said to Danielle that one time? Uh-huh. You are a horrible, horrible Jeez. man. Jeez, yeah. So sometimes you have to go actually. So two people. One, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Danielle's forgiven me. That's good. I mean, we have a great relationship. Sure. And two, have I forgiven myself? Mm, yes. What do you think of that? Well, because a lot of the times when, when Jesus was speaking, he would talk about forgiveness. You know, you have to, you know, when he would say turn the other cheek and things like that or forgive your brother a lot of the times those things are not just for the other person but they're very much for ourselves like you were saying when you're forgiving your father for example and do i have to go and have a sit down dinner with them and buy them a meal or sing kumbaya around the campfire with this person right do i have to do that well no not exactly not all the time you can if you You could could still have that relationship work out that way right but if this person is somebody that is you know a, a habitual liar or maybe they're going through some anger issues on their own and they're not the most healthy relationship to have in your life regularly because some people will hold on to a really negative relationship that they don't need to, whether it's family or relational or some friend. They will hold on to that because they feel like they need to help them or that they can help them. They need to be there for them. A lot of times forgiving a person is for your own spiritual growth because right. a relationship with some I hate to use this term just because it's overused, but a toxic relationship isn't something you should hold on to because not only does it hinder them, it can hinder you because you're almost enabling sometimes when you say, well, I'm going to just keep helping them, just keep helping them, though they have the same behaviors. They're going to keep acting the same way. I'm going to still be there. Sometimes for their benefit, you have to say, hey, what you're doing is wrong and I need to take a step back both for yourself and for them. And so that forgiveness is so that you can take a step back and just go, oh, life is so much easier now that I don't have to worry about this anymore. And I think that sometimes you, um, I, I didn't do it for a long time. <laughs> sure. You feel like you've given up control. Where mm-hmm. I was raised in a home where there was no control. And right. I mean, the only control there was, was you, you, you kind of protected yourself. Mm. And so you feel like you're actually giving up control. Yeah. Yet you're really getting control by mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. Because mm-hmm. I, I tell this to a lot of people. This is a, a huge light bulb moment that I had in my own life that I notice a lot of people, especially my generation, struggles with is the, you know, the people-pleasing thing. When people are always telling me, man, this person is this, and I really I hate that I have to say this to this person, I always tell them, you're not responsible for what other people feel. You're not responsible for how other people only act. as an only child would speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that my wife me... says the same thing. She's like, "Listen, they're not your problem. They're yeah. not your responsibility." Yes, they that are. That is that the is, whole world is my problem. That is something that's 
somebody that has no siblings would say that. Yeah. That is the one, because I never had that relationship where I feel responsible for a younger sister yeah. or an older brother feels responsible for me. So I feel like I owe them something. If I am in a relationship or in a conversation with somebody and I know that what I'm going to say offends them, I have to tell myself I'm not responsible for this person's feelings. Because I used to be a huge people pleaser when I was a teenager. Okay. Because that was just, you know, how my family dynamic was. I always felt like to, you know, calm the situation yeah. with my friends or with this fam this extended family member, I have to act a certain way. I have to choose my words carefully so that they don't explode at me and so that I still yeah. am on everybody's good side. Yeah. But I have to take a step back and go, hey, this isn't my responsibility for what they decide. They are their own person, and I'm not responsible for what I choose to do so that they can behave a certain way. Because okay. I used this analogy before, but it feels like you have to contort yourself in a certain way just to have a conversation where you're not being yourself. Because if, you if you have to choose words to omit or to keep out in a conversation because I know that they're going to act a certain way, it feels really uncomfortable. Like if Absolutely. you've ever had a conversation where you're like, I can't bring up this, I can't mention this because they're going to do this. And it feels like a strain just to converse with them. Yeah. And so. That's why I don't have a lot of friends. Because <laughs> you're the problem or they're the problem. I, it, it might be me. It's, it seems like I'm the common denominator. <laughs> yeah. In all those, in all there, those see? Things. Revelation right there. <laughs> so these are, these are things that, you know, when Christ talks about forgiving others, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. A lot of the times that can be for your own spiritual growth. This, mm -hmm. this debt canceling idea where you forgive them, but you still remember, Hey, this is who they are. This is not who they are. This is how they act. I should say. So being around them all the time might not be right. the best decision for me and my family, which, which is kind of brings us back to the beginning of that verse is Lord, teach me how you want me to not wrong. So get rid of all bitterness <laughs> Uh -huh. Okay, so I have this bitterness, mm -hmm. rage, which is, I don't know if there's anybody out there that rage, and yeah. raging can get you, that you can get like feel empowered. Right, yes. You're like, I'm in control. And, right. Uh, anger, mm -hmm. brawling. So were there's yeah. a lot of fighting, fighting in those, was that? For me? No, and back in those days. Oh, I guess. I mean, it's like if you had enough wine, if you're drunk enough, <laughs> the only way to solve a problem would make sense to just, you know, fight. It's like in the medieval days, trial by combat. Whoever wins was right. It's like even if the person was wrong, if they kill the other person up, oh, I guess they were the right one. That was a huge problem back then, I guess. So, I guess. <laughs> I guess. We, we got to talk about you people brawling. <laughs> you medieval you, you people. Middle. Well, Well, back then, I mean, it's uneducated people. Right. They yeah. were farmers, and they maybe met, like, 20 people in their right. whole life. That's all they knew. And so the strongest survived. Mm -hmm. Well, heck, so, even up until historically, recently. Yeah. yeah. Just until the computer. I mean, yeah. And now the now computer people mm -hmm. win every argument because they, they type yep. in chat GPT and Pull up here's the, the answer. Gotcha. Dang it. Big old gotcha. You ever watch that movie Gangs of New York with Daniel Day-Lewis? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Where it starts out with a giant gang fight. Yeah. And that's how they solve problems. It was one gang would declare war on another. It's like, all right, and whoever wins, God will shine thy justice and right, <laughs> just right hand to make sure that my argument was it's correct. It's a pretty bloody movie. Oh, it's a yeah. very bloody movie. PG it's rated. It's probably not PG or PG-13. It's probably R. But yeah, that movie was like, holy cow. Yeah. And that was 
fairly recent in history. I don't think so. And then it's slander, now that we got off on that little tangent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, slander along Lying. with every form of malice. And mm. malice is, is my favorite way of harassing people. They, they call it stirring the pot. Uh-huh. Like, I, I always thought if I went to Survivor, mm-hmm. if I was on Survivor, right. my, my uh, MO would be just stir the pot. Mm-hmm. Just go and like, hey, man, I think that the, I think Joe is thinking about I'm just saying right he didn't say it loud he just kind of said it and then watch watch him go you know Mm -hmm. berserk just let them I get a lot of pleasure out of it (laughs) you know and so you look back at all these things it's like you know I I, I've had rage I've Mm -hmm. had anger Mm -hmm. I'd like to fight I love to talk about people behind their back God God has convicted me of that I Mm -hmm. lost some really, 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 really dear people that were oh, huge into my life because, because I, of that. Because I got caught up in that, Dang. and and I got caught. I kind of stirred the pot with me, mm-hmm. and I thought oh, I got to tell the truth. Right. And it, it was. It's to this day. It's it's Not worth it's it. a sad thing, along with every form of mouse. And so, so what it's saying is is that you have to. These are things that um, cause problems, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you you might need forgiveness. Sure. Yeah. You talking because, to me right now? No. <laughs> I, but I might need forgiveness. I think we all do. Uh, but forgiving each other just as in Christ forgave you. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> we live in a world that you're responsible for what you did, but I've, I've got a lot of grace. Right. God, God gives – I have a lot of grace for Chris Meekins. Oh, sure. And I have a lot of grace for Will Egan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do I have a lot of grace for other people? Right. And I'm willing to go, actually, they just go back to the medieval thought. Mm-hmm. They just don't know how to solve these problems. Right. And so, you know, they... Just fight over it. They In anger. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about that before, yeah. where when I was a youth, the only way I knew how to solve uh, conflict right. was... Through anger, yeah. through rage, through rather than learning to forgive them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and I love the the very ending where it says, "Be kind and compassionate, forgiving each other." Just in Christ, God forgave you. Just so, how is it that Christ forgave us? It's like, well, He died for our sins. You don't have to necessarily do that, but I think what it's saying here is, forgive people just as Christ did, which was by giving them grace, by saying. Hey, I'm not going to return fire with fire. I'm not going to right. have an eye for an eye, which is, you know, that's Matthew 5. That's the Sermon on the Mount is Jesus was taking what we know in our sinful human nature and turning it upside down because the yeah. kingdom of God yeah. is oftentimes upside down. And so Christ forgave us by showing us grace, by giving us something that we didn't deserve. So justice would have it in my mind that because Timmy stole my lunch money. I'm going to beat the snot out of him after school in the parking lot. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I should understand why Timmy stole my lunch money because right. he hasn't eaten in like three days over, over at that house. Yes. So that there's typically there's something behind it that would cause me to do that. And it's, you know, understanding where they're coming from and forgiving them and moving on. A lot of times grace for me, if I, you know, I've had situations where I'll just be like, somebody will be angry with me and then I'll, you know, through my expert conversational skills, I'll turn it around and say, hey, why don't we just have a conversation? Do you want to talk? Let's go get coffee or something. And then 
we'll just have a sit down conversation and understand where we're coming from. But sometimes that can even be, Hey, I'm going to just take a step back because I know if I'm here any longer, I'm going to want to deck you in the face. <laughs> and so for your sake and for my sake to keep this in my head right. and not, I'm going to put acting, a barrier in between us. Yes. I'm going to have boundaries with this. And so I think that that's, that is a big thing that we'll probably never perfect in our lifetimes, yeah. but it's something we should strive for. It's the, it's like the difference between perfection and excellence. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to never be perfect. That's just not only there was only ever one perfect guy, yeah, Jesus right, Christ. Right. All he expects of me is to try to be like him and pursue that with excellence. So I'm going to try and I'm going to, well, you know, Yoda says do or do not. There is no try, but I'm going to try to be as much of Jesus in my own life as possible. And then go, let's go back to the part where it's like, why do you think it's so hard? Why do you think it's so hard to, yeah. to forgive somebody? Or why do you think it's so hard to, to say, I'm going to let that go? Mm -hmm. Because I, you know, we live in this, we live in a broken world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to let that go without me feeling like I'm, I'm weak. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. That is a huge, I think it especially is a, or I'm patronizing, or not not weak. Um, yeah, weak. But mm -hmm. but like I'm I'm saying it's okay, right? That you talk back to me. Mm -hmm. Like I had a really hard time when I had teenagers, man. Yes. Oh my god. Oh god. It was horrible. Yeah. That, well, but, teenagers are the worst with that. Yeah. I know I was, but that is I think that is the one thing where you are, you know, because you you're a man, especially you feel like you have to be in control of everything. You have to be on top of everything, and so. When somebody wrongs you to just, in your mind, cower away and just be like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. that feels weak and it feels l below you. And so your inclination is to just go, well, I feel like I am a man and I need to be in control here. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show you. And I, I would think that women might have this. Sure. Problem. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, they probably don't. <laughs> but if we ever had a woman on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> one day. We have one. Yes. We've had a couple here, but I think that. One. 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 We've had one. We've had one good one. Yeah. But the, the inclination, I'm sure, for women is also there. It just might not be as physical as with men. For us, it's like, I don't want to be seen as the subservient one, as the, as the little guy. Especially in front of my friends. And they're like, right. why do you let them talk yes. to you like that? It's your masculinity. You, you, need to, to, you, need to. you need to show them. You need to get back at them. And so your human man nature would have that you try and retaliate speaking from two men's perspective right yeah which is i think the best perspective we have is <laughs> yes being this is the best we have <laughs> this is all we got people <laughs> but if you are in our position or you know if you're human really you're gonna want to get revenge yeah, yeah. every once in a while yeah. but again like i said jesus's whole thing was the kingdom of god is coming and the kingdom of god is upside down you know the meek will inherit the earth and so for me as a man to be meek is like, no, I'm not going to be, I'm strong and I'm independent. You know, you, you can read through Psalms and Proverbs and first Kings and you can have all these Bible verses for, I am a strong leader. I am a man after God's own heart. I am strong willed and I am independent. And if a man finds a, a good wife, then he finds a good thing and all these like strong male archetypes. And then you get to the new Testament and you're like, well, what happened? Did all of that go away all of a sudden? 
I'm no. not looking at my phone. I'm not. I'm not checking. You're my finding email. a Bible verse. Yes. I'm okay. Well, it. good. Good. Yeah. I'll. I'll just keep talking then. But it's. It's the. It's the same God, Old Testament and New Testament. He's just saying, the kingdom of God is, is coming, and to be meek is to be strong. He is saying, what you know is actually backwards. To be the first, you have to be the last. Okay. And so true. True strength and true forgiveness. You know, I think the real test of a, a man or God of uh, man or woman of God is not I'm going to get revenge on this person I'm going to show that I'm strong but I'm going to forgive them I'm going to cancel their debt and I'm not going to pursue an angry conflict I think people look at that and go wow that is a truly strong-willed man that they resisted their temptation to act on the violent desires but that they said I'm going to be the bigger man I'm going to be the bigger woman here I'm going to take a step back and say I'm not going to let this happen because I have self-control and I have discipline. So you just forgive them and you say, hey, I'm just going to take on. a step back and move on. That's move right. On. And again, you don't have to be friends with it. You can say, I, I, nah, no, I don't think I want to go out with drinks with you anymore yeah. I, or not anymore. It's just I can't do it. And right. it's just you don't have to explain to them. Let me explain to you. Right. When you said <laughs> that I uh, had this pimple on the side of my mm-hmm. face, it reminded me of when I was 12 years old and my dad beat me for not washing my face. Yes. Whatever. Sure. Whatever. Whatever, Whatever it is. That sounded you, oddly specific, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> was that you? <laughs> but uh, but you don't. It's like I don't. I don't need to fix you. Right. Because you hurt me. Yes. And just because I forgive you doesn't mean that, I mean, there's people who are like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah, I, I have no clue <laughs> sure. what you're talking about. What we're talking about is for my own preservation, for me to go forward, mm-hmm. for you to go forward, yes. for anyone to go forward, if you can't forgive mm-hmm. or if you don't know how to forgive, mm-hmm. you need to figure that out. Yeah. You need to figure it out, whatever it looks like. If you need to go to a debt-canceling class, if you need to go counsel, if you, mm-hmm. whatever, but it's for your benefit. Yes. You will get set free. 1,000%. You'll have to – the devil will say, hey, man, you're you're weak. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he'll you'll, fight that. You'll have those – I remember on the way to my Fully Alive thing, I was having all these thoughts in my head of, you're going to have to confront this. People are going to be ashamed of you. They're going to go, really? Are you really dealing with this still? And that was the – the enemy just straight up lying yeah, to me. And it was yeah. it was really, really making me twist my stomach in and out as I was going there. I was really nervous. But then once you get there and they're like, hey, these things aren't your fault. You're like, oh, huge weight off my shoulders. And, and then you have to, as the older guy, <laughs> yeah. when you're going through that, you're like, okay, I'm going to muscle through this. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, you know, I mean, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. When, my, when I, I hated my dad. Mm-hmm. And I had this idea that he failed me. He right. Did, you know, whatever. Sure. Now I'm thinking that guy did a pretty good job considering yeah. considering the tools that he right. had. I have a complete opposite thinking. Yeah. It takes time then to have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And it in my case, it was understanding what tools or what yes. understanding what actually happened to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he. I come from a generation of alcoholism, right, and violence. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, and, and knowing you, you would never know that. Yes, really. Are you seriously? Are when you, I first met you, I was like, "What do you mean you had habitual anger issues when oh you were young?" God. I had no idea. You don't. You don't exude that at all anymore. Thank you. Sure. Absolutely. And with that, we'll leave it on high. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. 
Um, but here's a funny thing. So this morning, um, I was reading, again, we're finishing up the Bible. We're in Nehemiah. Mm. And uh, I can't remember what chapter it is. So let me go back. I thought you said uh, you were in Revelation. Well, you, you we're, were. The whole Bible. So there's a Psalm, a Proverb, Old Testament, and a New oh. Testament verse. I mean, it's oh, like crazy. Cool. It's like a lot. So this is uh, Nehemiah 9. Mm -hmm. uh, now I lost my place where I was at. Right, right. Um, but anyway, it was... They just got done build, rebuilding the wall. Okay, yep. And and Nehemiah is talking to everybody, and you know everybody's mm -hmm. being stupid. Yeah. Uh, Classic. But he's reminding them of how God delivered them throughout the years, and yes. how God always came. And uh, and they in verse eighteen it says, "Because of your great compassion, you did not abandon them in the wilderness. Mm. By the day, the pillar of uh, of cloud did not fall." fail to guide them on mm -hmm. their path. Then the next paragraph, it says, you gave them kingdoms and nations, allotting them even in the remotest frontiers. They took over the country. And so um, then it goes on, but then they were disobedient again and rebelled mm -hmm. against you. And mm -hmm. turned. But here's the thing. God, God restores what's lost. Yes. God is a forgiving God, mm -hmm. and he forgives you. Yeah. He forgives me. He does. Absolutely. And it's like, but you're going to bless me? So right. years ago, uh -huh. I was I was sitting, I was, I did this stupid thing. Mm. And I just, I spent all the money. Mm. I talked about that. Right, right. I got bankruptcy. bankruptcy. Spent it all. God was blessing my brains out. <laughs> Is that all right? Is that right? <laughs> Never heard that in my life. God That's was funny. super blessing us. And we super spent it giving it to people and doing things and i mean nothing like you know i'm, I'm not a crack addict anymore but that's good uh, uh, but and and i was sitting on my bed and i and i was praying and i'm like god if i were you i'd never bless me again mm. i don't deserve this i don't ever bless it again yeah and it's one of the few times that i felt that i really got a, a true word and saying and it was like that's why i'm god and you're not Ooh, yeah that, little, that goes right back to the verse, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Yeah. And so I was able to go, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I always think, I don't know, well, okay, switch it again. Mm -hmm. But it goes to that being a friend of God. So I'm going through this yeah. time of transition. And and in the Bible, he says, I don't know, and it said it here some, and here mm -hmm. this morning someplace, that we're friends of God. Mm-hmm. God says, I'm your friend. Yeah. And friends don't abandon friends. Right, right. And so maybe I'm the bad friend. Yeah. <laughs> Go uh -huh. figure. Go figure. And God's like, I'm your friend. And so I'll be with you mm -hmm. even though you're in a bad place yes. because of your stupid choice. Yeah. A lot of them. Right? In my case. But yeah. But God's like, yeah, but I'm your friend. Right. That's what friends do. That's yeah. Oh, it's so easy. Duh. Yeah. And so if you look at God as your friend, mm -hmm. which he says he is, he does. It's in the Bible. If it's a Bible. Mm -hmm. It says it in John uh, 15. It mm -hmm. says, I no longer call you slaves, but I call you friends. Mm -hmm. yep. And so Jesus calls you friends. God calls you friends. And mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is with you. Mm -hmm. And so if I am like, okay, Holy Spirit, hey, man, I know that you're with me. Mm -hmm. Can you help me to just walk away from this situation? Forgive them. Right. Cancel the debt. I'm going to move on because there is a lot of cool stuff that God has oh, yeah. for you. Yeah. And again, he's your friend. Right. 
he will help you do that because that's what friends do. Yeah, that's what friends do. And so maybe even find a friend. Mm -hmm. Do you have a friend that is able to speak truth into your life? Absolutely. We had him on the podcast. His name is Cameron Gamzo. I love that guy. That guy's a great uh, Jordan. End of the month. We want to do him again at the end of the month. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yes. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I have a lot of people in my life. You know, they're mentor figures. Specifically, I, I have a lot of people. In How my did life. you ask them? How did they become mentors? Uh, well, they were my youth pastor for once. That's so okay. pretty straightforward. But a lot of the times they're like an older brother figure, you know, especially Jordan. He's kind of like an older brother figure in my an life. Cameron, older brother. Older brother. Old, 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 old. Am, <laughs> am I your, am I your old, 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 old oldest older, brother? Old, I'm your oldest, oldest brother. brother that I have. You're the only other brother that we're I got a high we're no high five that's there we so go. that's so old, old. yeah <laughs> who's high five anymore chris come on dude it's fist bumps now no but i have okay. a lot of mentor figures in my life the older brother people yeah. and i i value those people and i didn't exactly seek them out as like a hey can you be my mentor but sometimes it is just as straightforward it is as that. Like that yeah but for me, these things just happen naturally. Again, you can just be go up to them. I need a mentor figure. Out. I need an accountability partner for my anger, my bitterness, my rage, or in my marriage, in my relationship. Or I, I just need a friend. And so it can be somebody older than you, somebody wiser than you, somebody in the same place as you spiritually. You can even have people in your life that you're helping bring up. Like I have a couple of people that I'm discipling, right? Everybody should. And that doesn't have to right. mean every Thursday we go get coffee and we have our Bible study. Where Let's we get deep. Deep. Yeah, I mean, you can. But for me, discipling a lot of the times just looks like, hey, how's it going? You want to talk after this? Let's let's go. And then or just being very uh, casually uplifting to somebody at work, giving good advice, you know, simple things like that. But I think the the way that you do the whole forgiveness and remaining in that is by having somebody that you can walk alongside with in life. I always say that the faith is so much easier and it's almost like a mandatory thing that you have other people around you. I mean, it's like the church, the body of the church is so important in the New Testament. You know, this is Christ's bride that is described as that when Christ returns, he will take the church as his bride. And this is the congregation of believers. This is the ecclesia is the Greek word. It's the people who are kind of in a commune together. We come together, shared faith, and we share life experiences. We share meals. We converse. We lift one another up. And I, I really truly believe, I mean, I just feel happier when I'm around other people. Don't you? I do. Where you're just I like do. in larger groups of people, lots of friends. You're like, life is just happier when you're with other people. Yeah. And I really think you should invite more people into your life that can lift you up, that you can lift up as well. And that you're like, hey, I'm... Uh I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to live this life for forgiveness. And yeah, we had that problem six, yeah. six, six years ago mm-hmm. on the, on a Thursday. Right. But I'm going to let that one go. Uh-huh. Um, one more thing before we wrap up, mm-hmm. just because I forgive you mm-hmm. and you have no clue what I'm talking about. Right. What do you do then? I mean, cause I'm yeah. like, what do you th- Right. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You forgave me? Yeah. Of what? For what? Yeah. You're such a moron. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would be one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> right there, buddy. That. 
That's no, but but there's people that don't have a clue. Do you still go up to them and ask, tell them you forgave them? Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to. I had a guy do that for me one really? time. Really? I, I knew what he was doing. I was like, <laughs> I, I ain't getting you off that easy. Yeah, no. He says, I just want to let you know I forgive you for that. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's. And he says, he says, for one, you kind of cut me off because I don't want to live in bitterness. I'm like. Oh, well, I, I don't I don't even know what you're talking about. I was, like being some, a, I was being a jerk. Okay, yeah. But so that, I did need forgiveness. Yes, there you go. But that was like some subversive reverse psychology yeah. stab at you, I yeah, think. But yeah. I think when the other person, even if you haven't told them yet and they might not understand, it's, that's okay. I mean, you can forgive somebody uh, posthumously or, you know, after they pass away. You posthumously? Posthumously. Well, that's a new word for me. Really? Yeah. After they die. Yeah, so, I mean, you can forgive people. Never heard that word before. Posthumously, I mean, it's like, I, okay, we're gonna admire them posthumously. I'm the beginning of pushing people through to get their high school. <laughs> yeah, that was you. You'll figure it out. Yeah, but the, that can be something that they don't have to be around for. I okay. mean, you know, again, like if they're if they've passed away since, or if they're just not around physically, maybe they're in a different state. That is something you can still do when they're not there or if they don't understand, they they don't have to be present for you to forgive them. I wrote it down at our, our, my freedom. Mm -hmm. They have you write it down on a piece of paper and it dissolves. dissolves, Uh, That's one way Two, I like, you know, you guys know I write a letter to God Mm -hmm. and I forgive a lot of people in my letters. Sure. I'm like, God, I I forgive Will for for eating all my pizza when it came (laughs) out over here. No, Uh, no. Uh, but you don't, the person doesn't have to be in the room. Mm-hmm. I think that you have to, I think there's a place where you have to ask God yep. say, and pray, God, do I need to ask for forgiveness from mm-hmm. Will or do I need to tell Will or whatever it is? But I think that you have to ask God and say, is it appropriate? Because sometimes it's just yeah. not appropriate. Right. To, it's about because then it becomes about you. Mm. I just want to let you know that uh, I'm going to forgive you because right. you're you're because what you did yes. back in front of Pastor Randy. Mm. I was so embarrassed, and you're like, "What are you doing right now? Why are you being a jerk?" Yes, no, you're blaming me. Right, you're not forgiving me again. It's subversive. It's like the you know the the people that pray in their prayer closet versus out loud in the open. It's like if you're going to do something that is for your better for your betterment for others' benefit, don't. Make a whole scene out of yeah, it. Yeah. It's for two people right. between you and the other person. Right. And Keep and it, it may not even, it may be only one person. Yeah. It's for you. I had to forgive my dad. I had to go to the cemetery. I had to stand there and I had to forgive him and blah, 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 blah. So you forgave I him cried, There you and, go. Uh, and it was a beautiful thing. And go. I've, I have a new thing. I, I you know, there's people that um, I had to go and ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to get free, I'm I'm telling you right now, it's yep. if you want freedom, if you want to like, I want to be like Pastor Randy or right. I want to be like Will Egan. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Don't. If it, but if you want to be free from that, just stewing over it. Yeah. You have to ask God, show me how to cancel this debt. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to cancel that. You may have to get on your knees in the middle of the night when you can't go to sleep right. and say, God, I need your help to forgive this mm-hmm. person or cancel this debt. Yeah. And it may take it over and over and over again. Right. Um, <clears throat> just because we t- tend to pull it back. But, right, um, sure. It's it's a way, you want to be a baller for Jesus, mm. you forgive people. Amen. On that note, thank you 
so much. Subscribe. For liking. Yeah, I was going to. Thank you oh, for reminding okay. me. <laughs> if you enjoy these conversations, if you, yeah. Subscribe. Write it in the air. If you enjoy these conversations, if you think that you know somebody that will benefit from this, be sure to Fantastic. share this. Yeah. Hit that like button down below. Love it. If you want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. We're so appreciative of you listening. You day one fans out there. Yeah. And next listeners. week we're going to talk about above reproach, which is, we're, I don't know. Oh, boy. That's certainly not me. That's going to be difficult. <laughs> I find it hilarious that you and I are talking about being above reproach. Right after New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, going to be. I'm that's going to be. Like, be oh. Okay. I've been up since 1 a.m. Peace. See ya.